What's up, Tan and J-Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tan and J-Man Show. And on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh, the J-Man Monk, we want to thank you for listening to our podcast. While you're at it, on whatever platform you're listening on, please hit that subscribe button. And if it happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review. That really helps us out. If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. And if you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tan and J-Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for, short sleeve t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, coffee mugs, you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting brand new episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. We're back with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Hope everyone still has all uh, 10 fingers and all 10 toes. <laughs> no JPP uh, incidents. Yes, no Jason Pierre-Paul uh, incidents uh, happened yesterday. Hope everyone had a great uh, 4th of July, though. Fireworks. Take them or leave them. I'm indifferent. I mean, you're a big fan. Indifferent? I, I mean, yeah. they're fine for like... I don't mind, like, the shows the city puts on. Sure. It's whatever. Honestly, I don't mind them. I live on a lake. I don't mind seeing them on the lake and stuff. But when it's 2 in the morning, it's got to end, fellas. Got to end. Do you shoot off fireworks? I haven't in years. Yeah. We used to shoot them off uh, pretty regularly. I don't trust myself. The, I don't trust myself. I'd, I'd, like, be running away, and I'd accidentally kick it over, and it'd fire right up my tux. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the new Blow me to you'd be the, new, the new Terry of the viral videos. <laughs> Back in reverse, yeah. Terry. Hot dogs. I know you like your hot dogs. I like hot dogs. Joey Chestnut broke his set new world world new world record yesterday. Seventy six dogs down. I'm sure, he broke his in own 10 record, minutes. right? Yeah. Seventy six dogs down in ten minutes. How many ten could the J Man take down in ten minutes? These are plain dogs. Uh-huh. I don't, you, can, you can dunk them in the water. You can do the water say, technique if you need to. I don't know. You can get double digits? The soggy bun would gross me out. I wouldn't do the dunking technique. No, I, I probably wouldn't either, although I'm sure it helps. I'm sure it does. I'd but choke. I... Um, I think I could get double digits. Mm-hmm. One one a minute, mm-hmm. get ten. I think I could do double digits. I wouldn't. I'd hate myself afterwards. That I sounds would, like some Tan and J-Man show content we need to try. I would hate myself. So on Saturday night, we went to fireworks. We're like, you know what? We're kind of hungry. It's 1030. Went and got a Sonic... <laughs> pretzel bacon and cheese hot dog sounds pretty good terrible sounds good it sounded like a great idea and then after i ate one of them i ate two of them you know after i ate two of them like i i am a miserable human being well there goes the uh any opportunity we ever had of sonic becoming a sponsor i'm okay with that i don't want sonic to sponsor us no free ads <laughs> um i i like hot dogs myself i think i could do about six you know, I think comfortably. Like I, I say I could do ten, yeah. but I think once I hit four or five, right? That's why I, I'd be, like, yeah, I, don't to, do I can do at least eight, but realistically, I think about six would be my max. Then I'm about to throw up. It'd be one of those things where you eat ten hot dogs in ten minutes, and you're like, I don't think I'll ever be able to eat hot dogs again. Right? It, it just ruin them for me. Well, I'm not, and I'm a plain dog guy anyway, uh-huh. so they're gonna taste fine with me. Sure. I don't need I'm the ketchup or the mustard, well. you know. So I like ketchup on mine. Some people have to have the I ketchup know, and the mustard and the onions and the relish. I know for some reason putting ketchup on a hot to- hot dog is sort of like a you can't you shouldn't do it. Shouldn't do it. I like ketchup on a hot Here's dog. Here's my no thing. shame. I mean that. they say, Well, you're a child if you like ketchup on a hot dog. I don't I, care what you like on whatever. Nah. It's your hot dog. Eat it how you want. Do it. Yeah. That's whatever. just that's America right now. We can't. We got to criticize. We, we have to likes and dislike. People, I'm sure people got offended by people putting absolutely ketchup on hot dogs. Yeah. Ke- ketchup on you don't like ketchup, so I don't know I why don't. I'm asking. You. But ketchup on brats, I could see people being a little upset. It's a little about. different. You don't you don't it's a little hear different. That one so much, um, I like ketchup on brats though too. Yeah, but uh, I'm not gonna rip you for it. You're still my friend. I've been ripped for you it. See? I don't care. It tastes delicious. Right. You that's like all. what you like. Yeah. Just. You know what? Teach his own. We're going to talk about things we like tonight and things we don't like. So. Mainly things we don't like. Exactly. Which is how the Cubs are playing right now. You got some birdie bogey for him? I do. MLB. So I think he yeah. got a shot. 
<laughs> got a shot. I, I have. You a always sh- have a shot. I have a shot every single week. Yeah, every single week I also don't have a shot. Yeah, you, you got a shot. So uh, let's see here. Through um, Shohei Otani, oh, he had one good. home run today. So he has 31 for the season. That's tied for third most before the All-Star break. That's insane. Over the last 20 years. Uh-huh. Who are the other two who have hit more by the All-Star break in the last 20 years? Last 20 years? Yep. So from 2001 to 2021 or 2002 to 2021? This is last 20 years. Oh, boy. That's 20. I think I think I have one that's kind of out of nowhere, but usually... When I think, oh, I think it's got to be him. Um, Tanner will probably think there's no way I get this guy, but I have a feeling it's this guy. Although he's a guy that no one ever talks about anymore. I'm already stressed about it. Yeah. I'm going to get it wrong. Birdie had, bogey, brought to you by. We had camera malfunction there, but I got it back on track. So Perfect. apologize for everybody watching that got a close-up of my face just then <laughs> for a second. But we're back on track. Birdie bogey, brought to you by Noble Nome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, uh, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Minton, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. They were not anywhere over the weekend, but I'm sure they'll be back at it. The uh, Kosciuszko County Farmers and Artisans market here soon where they um, have had in the past green onion lettuce cucumber kale turnips radish chard cherry tomatoes fennel garlic scapes jalapeno and serrano peppers rosemary thyme cilantro and mint and uh, you can also get veggies delivered to your house find their products on marketwagon.com and get them delivered straight to your door go check out market wagon website uh, for more details and be sure to search noble gnome in the search bar uh, to find all of their available produce and you know what that means it is time to get your veggie no excuses watermelon what are your thoughts i like watermelon love watermelon you ever put salt on it i'm sure i have but oh. i don't usually do that it's, it enhances the flavor tenfold it, i don't eat watermelon a ton but it's my favorite kind of melon not a big fan of cantaloupe. It's muskmelon. No. I like cantaloupe. Uh, I would say honey, watermelon. I like honeydew better than I do really? cantaloupe. Really? I don't know if I've ever really tried honeydew. I'm surprised you tried it because it's green. It's fruit. <laughs> That's a good point. Fruits usually taste pretty good. I've um, got a big old, big old juicy watermelon. Did you? Um, over the weekend. And it's Seedless? A, nope, season. Ah. Um, I was spitting the seed. Actually, I was swallowing the seeds. <laughs> let's be honest. I, ain't nobody got time to spit them out. I was going to say, um, I could see you having like a spit tune out there and spit water and all the seeds into it. That could be a J-Man talent, like a hidden talent. I could see that. Uh, you ever tried to cut a watermelon? No. Me either, because I would not have my hand. <laughs> so, What do you want to start with tonight there, T-Dog? Um, let's start with the big news last week that's really going to yes. change college athletics going forward. Yeah, the uh, name, image, and likeness uh, for the college athletes has now gone into effect, so they can make money off of their uh, name, image, and likeness, which it's been a long time coming. I'm glad it's here. I think it will enhance the sport or enhance college athletics as a whole. I know guys are already signing like endorsement deals and getting uh, to be in like commercials and have these social media things they can do, and uh, I just I, I I think it will really really help enhance college athletics. Yeah, there, there's going to be some policing involved. I'm not really sure, sure what they're going to be policing, to be exact. Do you know? I'm not sure what they're going to do, but uh, what I do know is the NCAA will likely screw up um, sure. the policing. So that's that's one thing that's pretty predictable through this whole thing. The NCAA will do something that will make everyone hate them again. The NCAA's got some of the worst leadership I've ever absolutely. seen. Absolutely. Mark, Mark Emmer is an absolutely absolute idiot. Um, he's one of the worst commissioners in all of sports, regardless of sports, um, they were very, very reluctant to let athletes do this. Let's be honest. They're not doing the athletes a favor. They didn't want this to happen. Uh, but they thought, you know, just to save face, we'll let them do it and we'll cry about it in the process. Uh, they did everything in their power to get it to not happen, but uh, the athletes won out, which it's about time the athletes get some sort of voice because they haven't had one forever. You're right. You're right. Uh, I think it's been interesting to see what kind of businesses and partnerships sure. these athletes are going out and trying to get. Mm-hmm. That's what's been interesting to me. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, Barstool has uh, signed yeah. a lot of guys. They even got a Purdue uh, offensive lineman. I'd never Gus heard Hartley. of the offensive lineman at all. And, uh, four, well, they got a rotation about eight different linemen, but he's sure. in a rotation. Yeah. Um, I, I know Trent Frazier, um, from what I understand, uh, point guard for Illinois, he is like – 
he has some contract with um, some like social media yep. app where he can answer questions and all that. Andre Curbelo, point guard, another point guard for Illinois. He got a an endorsement and he's going to be doing stuff for um, for a Lion Eye Credit Union. Yeah, um, yep. There, so uh, it's it is interesting. I'm sure uh, there's going to be some sort of okay. You guys can't be promoting these <laughs> like OnlyFans or something like oh, real racy yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I'm I'm sure the school will definitely help um, in their process of picking because um, of course they they don't want these players to be um, to be promoting these items that they don't agree with or whatever. I know uh, the University of Illinois actually did a job fair on uh, July 1st so the athletes could go and like meet with all sorts of um, companies and all of that to kind of help them out and uh, it went really well it sounds like so and it's cool too to see athletes that have uh, talents like as hobbies like xander horvath pretty running back he likes to draw mm. he's pretty talented now he's trying to sell his draw he couldn't have done that before yeah. so things like that that are kind of cool you're getting to know these athletes a little better than we did previously things like that that should have already been able to happen if you create something like he's, that his you drawings should be aren't able even to... football related he likes right. to draw cars yeah it's it, it's not like I mean, the reason he went to Purdue exactly. is because somebody gave him money for this artwork. Exactly. So, and, and I'm happy for guys like him and others that, well, he's on scholarship now, but others that are walk-ons mm-hmm. that can help Abs- yeah. them get some money, and too. And it should help end the, um, just in the corruption, the Will Wades and the Sean Millers. Hopefully it completely prevents them from, you know, cheating to get their way. And, of course, Will Wade is still at LSU because, uh, I'm pretty sure the athletic director's daughter is married to Mark Emmert's son. Yeah, I think you're right. And you wonder why uh, Will Wade is still the uh, head coach at LSU, who did uh, – he, arguably he was worse at cheating than uh, Sean Miller was. Yeah, um, make a good argument about that. And hopefully this will prevent scumbags like that from uh, doing the things they do. It'll be interesting to see – you know, this will take a couple of years to, to see mm-hmm. if the rich just get richer or if – you know, programs like, um, I don't know, Missouri are able that's, to keep some yeah. talent in state to whereas they would have went to for football like Alabama or mm-hmm. basketball with the North Carolina or something yep. because they're like, hey, you can stay in state. We'll help you promote your brand even more to the fan base in state mm-hmm. and, 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 and things like that. Absolutely, and that's the thing. Um, even playing time. Yeah, so Kofi Coburn put his name in the draft, mm-hmm. Illinois Center. He then put his name in the transfer portal to just kind of keep his options open. And one of the things they are um, selling on him, if he, wants to, if he does want to play college basketball again and come back, they're selling him on Iodesumu, they estimated would have made about $400,000. And the fact that he is an established star at the University of Illinois and he's not like that huge name at Kentucky, um, they think he'd, he'd be able to make more money at Illinois than he would Kentucky. Um, so it's, it's interesting to see how, and it's going to be a learning curve for coaches yep. too, how to sell this and um, programs, how to yep. sell this uh, NIL. Uh, but it's, it's interesting how it's going to, I'm really interested to see two, three years down the line, as you said, um, how it all shakes out. Absolutely. I mean, look back in college athletes of the past. Johnny Manziel, how much money would oh, he have he made? he would have made a killing. Um, Who do you think would have been the top earner in college sports history? Tim Tebow. I was just about to say, I think it'd be Tim Tebow. Yep. He was the most popular And he wasn't going to do anything bad right? It, off the field that you had to worry about. Which That's another up. thing. These kids have to be more careful yes. than ever now yeah. what they post on social media. Yeah. They can ruin business partnerships. Tebow was a huge name, huge superstar, won a Heisman, won national championships, and you knew he wasn't going to go out and have this bad name for the uh, – for the product he was going to promote yep. where, yeah, I mean, companies are going to have to be worried about that. I mean, Johnny Football, I mean, he's a huge name, yeah. but would you have wanted to pay yeah. him a bunch of money if he's going to go out and get arrested every weekend? Reggie Bush would have been another big huge. one, which do you think he should get his Heisman back? He should have never lost it because um, he's one of the most, one of the, I would say, top 15 or so greatest college football players ever. Um, I think... He says that they've uh, been contacting the NCAA and haven't heard a thing back, which doesn't surprise me from the NCAA. He should get his Heisman back and reinstated. The Heisman Trust said they're leaving up to the NCAA. They said they would welcome him back into the club. But yeah. So that's pretty much saying it's up to the NCAA now. Yeah, we're not. 
making the tough decision yeah. where letting NCA you know, take let the, the fall. NCA take the fall. Which... So, but no, that's a good question. I mean, Michael Vick's another one, but in college that would have made Buku bucks. A lot of a lot of the guys. Uh, what, the past what about college days. basketball? See, it, there's always there's this one and done thing now. So I don't know. Greg Oden, I think, would have been Adam Morrison. JJ yeah, Redick, towards those two towards pretty, the end of their careers, absolutely, um, that would have been huge. Yeah, Greg Oden's a good one. Durant. Um, I'm, th- um, I'm thinking of freshmen because all the top guys are like freshmen. Derrick Rose. Yeah, Derrick Rose would have been huge. Um, uh, Anthony Davis was a big one as well. Zion, even. Um, Frank Kaminsky would have made a killing yeah. at Wisconsin. He was some popular. agriculture company or dairy dairy products or <laughs> yeah. something. Um, yeah, he would have made a killing. saw that on Twitter. That was an interesting question. Yeah, no, that's a good one. But it's going to be interesting. I mean, you got to think NCAA football is going to be coming back soon. Mm-hmm. EA Sports, NCAA football has got to be coming back soon. Suppose EA Sports is dropping an announcement on July 20th. That's the speculation. Is this going to be the uh, release for next year's NCAA football mm-hmm. game, which would be NCAA football 23. It should be made in 22. Was the last one they did? 14? Yeah. 2014. Denard Robinson was on the cover. Oh, shoelace. Mm-hmm. How about him? He would have. He would have. Yeah, uh, he was pretty. High. He, was, he was so overrated. Christian, oh, yeah. Christian McCaffrey would have killed it. Oh, yes. Um, A lot of Ohio State guys. Justin Fields would have. Trevor Lawrence would have murdered. Maurice Claret, his freshman Oh, yeah, year, absolutely. Which, that's what he kind of wanted paid, and that's why he quit. Yeah. Trying yeah. to think of some other Heisman. Oh, Lamar Jack. Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton was Lamar already Jackson, making a ton Robert, of money. Oh, Robert Griffin III, Marcus wow, Mariota. RGG. Yeah, all, all those quarterbacks. Mint Tao before he had an invisible yeah. girlfriend. Because Notre Dame, they're kind of their own. That's true. Entity. Yeah, that's true. Jameis Winston would have been interesting because he was stealing the crab legs and yeah. kind of getting in trouble then. I like Darren McFadden, a guy that was just he solid, was but his teams were like 7-5 to five every day. Yeah. He was a great running back in yeah. Arkansas. Him and who was that? Felix Jones? Yep. Was that the other one? Peyton Hillis? They had three. Man, they three were loaded. Back in their uh, quarterback was uh, ended up being a wide receiver in the oh, Jaguars. Oh, for the, uh, Matt, Jones? Matt Jones. Yeah, Matt Jones. Man, how that team only went? Well, wasn't uh, Petrino their coach, Bobby? Yeah, but Bobby won a bunch. Yeah. No, it, it was Houston Nut. Oh, he was their. Co- I'm pretty sure it was Houston Nut. At the yeah, time. I think you're right. Uh, yeah, that was right before Bobby got there. Because remember, Bobby then quit. Houston went to quit on the Minute. Falcons after 12 games or something like that. Yeah. Oh, Bobby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting to mm-hmm. keep tabs on the next few I'm years. I'm excited to see uh, what sort of, uh, as you said, what companies these uh, guys Mr. Adler, Rattler, choose. Raising Canes. Yeah. That's a pretty big one. Uh, we're a big fan of the chicken fingers yeah. at Raising Canes. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. That That is interesting that a uh, like big-time athlete would be promoting a fast food yeah. place like that. But, hey. Love raising canes. Hey, do if it. I was a college athlete and Wendy's wanted to, which I don't think Wendy's will because they got a partnership with the Heisman. Oh, they're always, yeah. they used to yeah. have parts, so I, I doubt they'll do that. But it'll be interesting to see if car dealerships do things. And I'm sure car dealerships will. It's going to be all up to kind of the school and the community around the school. So. And I'm sure some places will be better than others, Yeah, um, especially at the Power Five or the yep. high major level. LSU already, the day of when it came out, they had an ad running in Times Square about it. Really? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they were prepared and ready, uh-huh. but they've been doing it for years. Yeah, they've been paying Just for years illegally. Yep. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. It will. Watch it play out. Uh, you want to be educated real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Do this a little earlier in the show. The uh, on this day in nineteen fourteen, Major League Baseball's Boston Braves are fifteen games back in the National League, but go on to win the World Series. 15 games back. That was when they only had you, – you win the – there were no divisions. You win. You have the best record in the National League. You're automatically in the World Series. They had to jump 15 games. How many people were ahead of them? That's they got I'm hot. Right. That's why That's you're never guy. out of it until you're mathematically eliminated. Insanely hot. God. They beat the uh, Philadelphia Athletics uh, four nothing, uh, four games to zero. On the day in nineteen thirty four, Lou Gehrig hits record seventeenth career Grand Slam. That's a lot of Grand Salamis. Um, he passed Babe Ruth's total. I wonder if he still has it. Cause I know Manny Ramirez. Yeah, I know A Rod hit a lot. And A Rod hit a ton. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. Nineteen thirty five, Tony and Al Cuccinello become the first brothers to both hit a Major League Baseball homer in the same game. Oh, wow. Uh, Tony played for the Dodgers, and Al played for the New York Giants. 1937, Joe DiMaggio hit his first career Grand Slam. He had a pretty good career. Yeah, he did. 
Um, remember when uh, Kramer saw him in the restaurant? Whoop! Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 1946, the British Open men's golf was played at St. Andrews. It was the first post-World War II championship. Interesting. Who 46. won? 46? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go Ben Hogan. Sam Sneed won. Honest to God, first name that came to my mind was <laughs> Sam Sneed, but I'm like, no. He won his only British Open ah. title, uh, four strokes clear of runners-up Johnny Bulla and Bobby Locke. Yeah, I thought Sneed was lower earlier than that. 1947, the, uh, the color barrier was broken in the American League as Cleveland Indians rookie Larry Doby becomes the first black player in the American League. Never heard of him. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Larry Doby. Yep, Larry Doby. Hmm. 1953, this is a crazy one. Phillies pitcher Robin Roberts hurled his 28th consecutive complete game. Iron Man. 28th consecutive. Robin Roberts. Pitchers were built differently back in the old days. 50s, man. They were were men. They were. Guys getting taken (laughs) out. Probably just barely put some ice on the shoulder. Yep. Probably didn't even lift back then. Give him a cigarette back then. Absolutely. Good to go. Shake it off. Hitters weren't nearly as good, but. Um, on this day, who won the 1957 British Open? 57. Oh, I don't think this is right at all, but I'm almost positive. But I'm going to go Gary Player. South African Bobby Locke. Yeah, yeah I got this country right. Yeah, that's country right. <laughs> Bobby Locke. Never heard of uh, him. Peter Thompson. You ever heard of him? No. Won the British Open in 58. I'm obviously not very good at my British Open trivia. The Open, as they call it now, but it'll all the be open. the British Open to me. Yep. Why they call it the Open? Because there's a U.S. Open. I know. That's why it gets confusing. There's an Open Championship, right? Or is it the that British is the oh. British oh, Open? Oh, the Open Championship. Yeah. But they kind of do that. I feel like they almost do that in uh, tennis too, where the U.S. Open is kind of just the Open. Now. The Open. Hmm. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't follow tennis very closely. Speaking of tennis, in 1975, Wimbledon men's tennis Arthur Ashe became the first African American to win Wimbledon. Yeah, and that, now that is where the U.S. Open in tennis is usually played in Queens Arthur Ashe Stadium. Who won the men's tennis Wimbledon in 1980? 80? Let's go with McEnroe. McEnroe lost to Bjorn Borg. Uh, It was his fifth straight Wimbledon crown, famous 22-minute, 34-point, fourth-set tiebreak. Think you could go that long in a set? I couldn't go four seconds (laughs) against a professional tennis player. I I wouldn't be able to return return the serve. No way. No way. <laughs> no shot. You wouldn't be able to. You would swing five seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> it hit me right in the chest and shatter a rib. 1986, Wimbledon women's tennis. Martina Navratilova won that one. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty You'd be good. like, I got to say this or it's going to bug me. You'd be like the guy on Mr. Deeds when the surf hit him in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to answer one of the uh, birdie bogey questions because Mark McGuire became the first rookie th- since to hit 30 homers before the MLB All-Star game. Is that one of them? Wasn't in the last 20 years, dude. Oh, shoot. It is. <laughs> Crap! I already forgot the question. <laughs> I like I liked oh, the thinking, though. Man. You thought you pulled a fast one there. Big Mac. That's when he was skinny. It was, before the steroids. Yes. 1989, Barry Bonds homers in Pittsburgh's 6-4 loss to the Giants. He joined Father Bobby Bonds as MLB father-son home run record holders. They, at that time, it did 408 combined. Griffey. Well, no, they still have it, though. I was going to say the group is passing, but sure. when Barry hit 700. 7,000. Yeah, so. Um, 1991, MLB owners approved Colorado Rockies and Florida Marlins as new National League franchises start playing in 1993. The Marlins have won two World Series. The Rockies have been to one World Series but have not won a division title. Pathetic. It's not going to happen this year. No, they, did, they did play well against the Cardinals over the weekend. Cardinals are worse than the Cubs. I know. <laughs> so. And they did give Nolan Arenado a standing ovation, which I knew the, yeah, I knew the fans would. I knew they weren't going to. Rockies gonna, play really well yeah, at home, too. They just are atrocious yeah. on the road. 1992, who won Wimbledon? 92. Men? Yes. Let's go with Andre Agassi. Good call. He won his first of his eight Grand Slam singles titles. And he had the mullet. Gotta love the mullet. Before he shaved his hair. 1993, Oakland A's outfielder Ricky Henderson led off both games of Oakland's doubleheader versus Cleveland with homers. First time oh. since 1913. Yeah, he's, uh, he's fast. Mm, let's see. 98, Wimbledon. I actually saw it. That's all right. You I was going to guess, guess Sanfris anyway. because yeah, I, if it's 90s, I'm guessing Agassi or Sanfris yep. every time. So. 1998, then Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Roger Clemens collected his 3,000th career strike. Rocket. A lot of people forget he played for the Blue Jays. 
Yeah, it wasn't very long. Red Sox, Blue Jays, Yankees, Astros. Yankees again. Yeah. You go somewhere else after the Yankees? No. Oh, he was like 106. Yeah, that's a good point. Him and Pettit both. Who won the 2003 Women's Wimbledon? Serena? Yes. I was going to say Serena or Venus. Venus didn't win too many singles titles, though. She beat Venus. Yeah. 4-6, 6-4, They dominated doubles, though. Jeez. Who won the 2008 Women's? Two thousand eight women's Maria. I can't. Sharapova. Yeah, incorrect. Venus. Venus beat Serena. I can't. Yeah, I, I was blanking on her last name. Sure. What about the two thousand nine men's? I want to say Federer, but I feel like it's a trick question. Could go Nadal. Federer. Son of a gun. <laughs> he beat Andy Roddick. Roddick, I think he only won one major title. Yeah, he was just a big man. He just cannot get over the hump because he ran into Federer and Nadal all the time. And then Djokovic. Djokovic, um, yeah. 2019, this is the final one. Former governor of Rio de Janeiro, Sergio Cabral, says he paid a $2 million bribe to secure votes for a city to be granted 2016 Olympics. How do I not remember that? I don't remember that either. That's going to do it for on this day. A lot of them this week. We needed that. Well, he probably, the city probably made a decent revenue off the Olympics. Sure, so. they made it back. But. Yeah, but still, shady, shady stuff. Yep. And the On This Day segment is brought to you by Like It Is Every Week, Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience in personal products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company by giving them a call today at 574-210-3815. NBA Finals start tomorrow they do. night. We have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. If you would have told me that at the start of the year, I would have been like, Bucks, I could see. Uh-huh. Suns, no way. Just... Chris Paul probably deserved some MVP votes, and I'm sure he got quite a few of yeah, them. But, you know, you remember back, the Suns got hot in the bubble at the yes, end, but they, they did. still didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then they added Chris Paul, some veteran leadership, whether you like him or don't like him. Yep. And, and then their, still their one, young pieces are just would, getting better. I would still say Chris Paul's probably the best point guard in the NBA, even at 30-whatever he is, six. Six, seven, yeah. Um, but, I mean, Booker continues to get better. Aiden's getting better. Yep. Um, they just got a lot of good pieces. It's just gel. Monte Williams is a good coach. Great coach. It's just uh, worked out years ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one really thought. I don't even remember before the season if people even had the Suns in the playoffs. I didn't. Um, Not that I'm an NBA expert, but I didn't. As we said, though, Milwaukee was projected to probably even win the East. Them, Philadelphia. Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, even Boston was even mentioned. Miami, maybe, uh, yeah. by a few because of their run always, last year. I always forget that they went to the – the bubble was just so weird. We had random teams. You were it. a Heat fan last year. Yes. How do you forget uh, this? You know, it's, it's been, it was a rough go this year, yeah. so that's yeah. why I kind of right. jumped off the bandwagon. Got rid of Myers Shit. and all went downhill. <laughs> I forgot about Myers. Uh, yeah, he probably yeah, kind of have a hard time following people that make racist comments. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, yeah, it did go downhill when Myers left. But uh, small market teams, man. Yeah. Milwaukee and Phoenix showing it can be yeah. done. Sure, some luck got on their side, but it can be done. Absolutely. The Greek freak is supposedly playing tomorrow night. Yeah, he hadn't played. Um, he had a, what was a hyperextended yeah. knee. Got lucky. Uh, I don't know how that thing didn't tear. Different breed. They stretch. The stretching isn't. Yeah, I thought if that would have happened to me, my entire kneecap would have been pointing the opposite direction. Sean Livingston style. Just, just amputate, amputate at that point. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting series to watch. Uh, both teams shoot the three ball quite a bit, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know anything about the Bucks, to be honest. Besides the honest, I know the Phoenix Suns. Uh, Chris Middleton. He's a great shooter. The, I mean, years ago. He is in the trade for – you remember Brandon Jennings? Absolutely. The Bucks ended up trading him in 2013 to the Pistons. The Pistons traded some, like, Russian dude in a G-leaguer named Chris Middleton. 
to the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> Chris Milton the other night had 25 points in the third quarter. Yeah. So the Bucks do shoot the ball really well from three. They're fifth in the NBA on three-point field goal percentage, yet they have the uh, they have the second-worst field goal percentage defense on three-point attempts. They're the best offense in the league, scoring 120 points a game. Defense isn't great, giving up 22 points a game. Uh, but they have one of the best players in the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is Brooke a, Lopez has been playing well in the playoffs. Smash nightmare they have. Drew, Drew Holiday is one of the more underrated guards in the yes. NBA. Yes, that was a big uh, off-season acquisition for them. Yes, it was. Uh, from New Orleans, right? Yes. Yeah, Brooke Lopez playing well. <laughs> yes. uh, that Dante Divincenzo. Divincenzo, yeah. From, I, I don't know, from Villanova who tore Michigan up in that national championship game a few years ago. Um, he's playing well for him. Bobby Portis is good off the bench. Brent Forbes shooting 45% from Bobby three. Portis didn't do jack for the Bulls. He was awful. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was a Gar Foreman and John Paxson pick at its best right there. Just awful. He's, he's ended up having a pretty good it's career. It's funny how that happens in NBA AI sometimes. They go to their first landing spot and they're awful. Yep. Then they just get into a different spot and it's like get a refresher better. or a better system and then they become pretty, pretty good. Um, I don't know if these two guys are active, but they had DJ Augustine and Jeff Teague on their roster this year. Yeah, I knew Can't they had believe. Teague. Didn't Pat Connington on Milwaukee? He is on Milwaukee. <laughs> um, yeah, he averaged about seven yeah. points a game. He's a guy I thought should have went to the MLB instead, and he proved uh, me wrong. He's, yeah, he's making he's a lot more around money there. Here. But, uh, yeah, they're a good team. Obviously, they're in the finals. And then as for the Suns, they were 30 games over 500 this year. <laughs> I kept year. thinking they were going to wake up, and uh, they, they were never legit, did. They, uh, did they, legit contenders. They get the two seed, I believe, in the uh, – First time they've been to the uh, finals since. They get there with Chuck. Yep. They lose to uh, who they lose? they lose to the Bulls. Yep, ninety three. Yep. Oh, yep. And Barkley was MVP. First time the Bucks Birdie. have been to the final since seventy three, seventy four. They won it, and so the other time they've been to it was seventy one. Mm. It's a long time coming for they them. They have uh, old Lou Alcindor then. Yeah, they makes sense. Suns, good offense and good defense, both in the top ten and uh, points per game scored and points per game given up. Um, as we said, Devin Booker averaging twenty five points a game. Uh, he didn't actually shoot it that well this year. Only shot 34% from three. McCall Bridges, Michael, McCall Bridges from Villanova, um, shot 42% from three, 13 points a game. Chris Paul, nine assists per game. <laughs> uh, Jake, Jake Crowder's the guy that's been around forever yeah, now. That's and a he's solid, solid NBA player. Goes. Cam Johnson out of North Carolina is a really good shooter. Uh, Cameron Payne's another one that was terrible for the Bulls. That trade, they traded Taj Gibson, I think Dougie McBuckets, yep. to uh, Oklahoma City. Campaign's the primary backup to Chris Paul now, and they're playing really well. Um, Frank the Tank's there. You have yep. Etwan. Yep. Some big 10 guys. Um, who you got? I'm taking the Suns and six. I think it goes. This will be the J Man's book prediction of the week, by the way. <laughs> Um, I think we we won't know this by next week, I don't think. Uh, But I think it goes seven. Um, I just think it's pretty even. Should be a good series. Should be. It should be a really good series. Um, Giannis, matchup nightmare. I don't even know who's going to guard him uh, for Phoenix. But Chris Paul does what he does. Devin Booker does does what he does. I think it'll be a really good series. But give me the box. I think, uh, unfortunately, the city of Milwaukee will be happy. And that's... uh, Disappoints me greatly. <laughs> well, City Milwaukee hasn't won anything for so yeah. long. I mean, the Packers, but that's not Milwaukee. That's just their in-state football team. I mainly just hate Brewers fans. To yeah, be honest. that's the reason. Why you know I any Brewer fans? One. <laughs> I I actually like this Brewers fan that I know. I just yeah. don't like the rest of their fans. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. Who's the J Man's book prediction? It is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watchering. We have life. He has, not we. He has life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm insurance. You can contact him at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchering at infb.com. He's selling insurance in Ohio, uh, you Buckeye fans. And uh, he has an app, a free app that you can Buckeye fans. Bearcat fans, Bobcat fans, why do all of their college nicknames start with a B? What's Savior? Musketeers. Musketeers, and then you got Toledo Rockets and Miami, Ohio Red Hawks. And, but I'm just saying like – Wright State. Yeah, the Ramblers. Cleveland State. Uh, Knights or – I think they're the Knights. No, they're the Vikings. Vikings. Bowling Green. Bowling Green Falcons. in Ohio. Yeah, that one is. There uh-huh. is a Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah, the that's where West Corvette, Kentucky is. Uh, 
Capital of the world, Corvette Capital of the World. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Remember that museum years ago that sinkhole got in? There was like 12 really rare Corvettes that. went down in the sinkhole. You know, I shouldn't laugh at that, but at the same time, it's kind of funny. I mean, they, they rebuilt that part of the museum, yeah. but those cars are, you know, goners. Sometimes destruction is good, which is something that the Cubs need to do to their current roster. You like that segue? <laughs> that was perfect. Didn't even plan that it. That was smooth. Didn't even plan it. Smooth. Cubs are in an absolutely abhorrent um, Great word. slide right now. Uh, they woke up. You might want to maybe turn the bobblehead backwards, see if that gets some good juju for the next week. I don't want them to have a good juju. I want them to lose as much as possible at this point. Leave it there. <laughs> uh, they woke up f- last Friday morning, uh, fresh off of no-hitting the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. They have now lost nine in a row since then. They woke up that day, tied for first place with the Milwaukee Brewers. They woke up today. They woke up Sunday, to be honest. Eight and a half games back of first place. Now in third place. Uh, the lowly Cincinnati Reds swept them over the weekend, and now a game and a half ahead of them. Um, good job, Jed. Good job. The the Ricketts are to blame. Jed Hoyer's to blame. The players are probably the biggest blame. How about Ross? David Ross. Um, there's only so much he can do. Yeah. Um, I, he's. I can't get a grip of how the Cub fan base is feeling about him. Yet. I like him. I mean, early in the year, everyone was loving him because he's pushing all the right buttons. Things were working, but now things aren't working. And regardless of how, what he's doing with the lineup, switching it up, getting new guys in there, it doesn't matter. They're still losing. Um, in this stretch, they've – in this nine-game stretch, they've averaged 2.8 runs per game. Um, and two of those games – they scored seven runs in them, so it's even skewed more so. I have a few offensive stats that are just they're just abysmal stats. Um, in this nine-game stretch, they are hitting 203 as a team, 299 on base percentage. Their power has been completely sapped. They're not hitting homers. They're, they, they had, I think, ten hits on Wade Miley yesterday in six in the third inning, scored two runs. Um, they've struck out 32.4% of the time. They've made contact in just 66.1% of plate appearances. Um, the difference between them and the next closest team was nearly five full percentage points. Um, we can't blame the injuries because Nico Horner is not that much of a game changer. You're not getting production out of your stars. Anthony Rizzo has been bad. Um, Wilson Contreras has been bad. Javier Baez has been ridiculously bad. Lost um, some money. Yes, he's lost some money big time. Chris Bryant's picked it up this weekend. He's an all-star. Uh, uh, he is an all-star. He picked it up this weekend against uh, the Reds. He uh, hit pretty well. He had been dealing with a side injury where he having a really hard time swinging the bat, which uh, if you're going to make contact, you probably need to swing the bat a little better than that. Uh, he was through that terrible stretch, and hopefully he's coming past it right now. Um, Jock Peterson's in a miserable stretch right now. Ian Happ has been awful all season. Jason Hayward's been terrible for a majority of the season. They have no backup catcher. At all. Wilson's out in play every single day. They did sign Robinson Chirinos I think you've said that every single week. Every single week. (laughs) Finally, they sign a guy who's a legitimate backup catcher, but he wasn't even on a roster. And they're just going to thrust him onto the team um, (laughs) to back up Wilson Contreras. I mean, this guy had a few good years for the Texas Rangers, Robinson Chirinos. And actually, it's kind of come full circle because he was in the Cubs uh, organization and they traded him as part of the Matt Garza deal. Oh, wow. That was a name from the past I haven't thought about for a while. 2011. Um, they made that deal. Uh, Jim, how was it? Two, yeah, it was 2011 because Jim. It was one of Jim Hendry's last final big trades before he was gone. <laughs> um, starting pitching was actually okay this past weekend, which that's been a real big topic. Anytime they got Hendricks on the mound, they got a chance. Yes, uh, he went six innings, gave one run. He's been great since really early April, uh, which that's what he does. He struggles in April, gives up home runs. Problem is with this team. They get a seven-run lead. Yeah, what the heck happened there? on Wednesday? I'm 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 at work. I don't want to admit that I'm on my phone because I'm not supposed to be. But I was on my phone looking at the score. Hopefully, uh, my boss is not watching. Uh, but <laughs> I'm on my phone checking the score. I'm like, all right, up up seven nothing in the first inning. All right, my I mean the difference between being six games out and four games out is huge. The sure. Brewers don't want the Cubs to be four games out. They want them to be six games out. Next thing I know, I look at my phone. It's the fourth inning, and they are down fourteen to seven. <laughs> Four I wish I could have seen your facial reaction. To seven, Did you they refresh were down. your phone to make sure it wasn't, wasn't I was like, that's, that's got to be a typo. And then I get a text from my dad. So, yeah, Cubs imploded. <laughs> like, oh, um, it's Jake Arietta. He's going to make a start tomorrow. 
he shouldn't make a start tomorrow. He should have been next bust to I don't know where you send guys that are no longer good in major league level. He's no longer good for the AAA level. So where do you send a guy like that? Just send him home. <laughs> send send him back to Texas. Um, let him try to figure things out there. But he couldn't throw strike. When you're up seven nothing, throw strikes. If yeah. they hit the ball, whatever. He walked a guy in in the first inning. Uh, he couldn't throw strikes. Huge play of the game. Got a comebacker back to him. Threw it about nine feet over Rizzo's head. I didn't see the play. It might have been nine feet over Rizzo's that head. That sounds good. Um, two runs scored. It would have gotten him out of the inning. Um, and he's he's going to be starting tomorrow. They, they, Gets his other X team. Yes, the Phillies. They've literally, David Ross literally said, we don't have any better option, which is pathetic to even admit, for one, but it doesn't give. He's probably trying to say, front office, give me some help. Give me something. But we're to the point, you're eight and a half games Uh, back. They're done. Um, I think Jet's going to give him two weeks or so to maybe make up some ground. But it would, honestly, the Cubs have really helped the front office out because they needed to have this sort of implosion to get any sort of change. They've had the same rosters for years now, and we've had three or four years of this evidence uh, that shows they're just not that good. They're not as The core is not nearly as good as uh, the front office makes them out to be. They had opportunities in the past. I don't want to bring up the past that much, but they had opportunities no, in the past for, yeah. to, to trade uh, from this core. Albert Almora was part of the core. They, would ref- they refused to trade Albert Almora he could have been the headliner in the Christian Yelich trade. Could have been the headliner. That's tough. Kyle Schwarber tearing it up for the Washington yeah, Nationals. Up. Blew out his hamstring. He's out for a month. Oh, or I so. didn't see that. Yeah, he, no, that's he, too bad. He did it. I, didn't uh, see that. I think he was just named to the All Star team too yeah, yesterday. Too uh, so it kind of sucks. Because he might not come back as good as he was either. Exactly. And they had a chance to trade him. He could have been part of the Chris, a Christian Yelich trade. A lot of AL refused. teams are interested in him too. Absolutely. Yeah. Ian Happ's another one. And now you look at him. Kyle Schwarber's no longer there. Albert Moore just got sent to AAA with the New York Mets today. Ian Happ's hitting 180, and we're here in July. Um, they, but you got Hayward. They gave Hayward $184 <laughs> million. <laughs> um, he's, the only thing he was really – I mean, he used to be able to hit. Hasn't hit really much at all with the Cubs. At the very least, though, he gave you gold glove caliber That's defense. True. Not doing that anymore. He's slower than he's ever been. He's uh, – just he hasn't been good defensively. He's been merely average. And if he's going to play every day, he has to be elite, elite Gold Glove defense in right field. And he just hasn't been providing it. Um, but the front office overrated their core, and now they're sitting here in a transitional period where you're going to have to retool um, or even rebuild. I don't know if they're going to do a full rebuild. They should have insane amount of money this offseason to go out and fix things right away. But it's all about how much money Tom Ricketts can make. Doesn't care about the franchise. Doesn't care about the fans at whatsoever. Um, and here we are, eight and a half games back, July 5th. They're going to have to sell. They do have some sellable pieces. Craig Kimbrell, I think, could get you maybe even a top 50 prospect eight in time the game now. of baseball. First time with the Cubs. This was Chris Bryant's fourth time making it. Yep. The Chris Bryant trade rumors will ramp up here the next couple weeks, as, as will the Anthony Rizzo rumors. Do not trade Anthony Rizzo. Do not let him play for any other franchise, even if he's not any good anymore. Do not let him go anywhere else. He's the captain. He's, he's the Derek Jeter, essentially, of this Cubs franchise, the captain. Um, Javi Baez, I think the rumors will ramp up. I think Jock Peterson has a real good shot to be moved just because of the fact he's on a one-year deal. They have bullpen guys, and they have enough bullpen depth that you can trade from like the top high end of their bullpen and not really lose a whole lot. Um, Andrew Chafin, I think, could get could net a pretty good pr- prospect. He's a lefty that can get right-handed hitters out, which is those kind of pitchers are at an absolute minimum in the game of baseball today, especially at the back end of the bullpen. Ryan Tapera's hurt, but he could net somebody. Dan Winkler had a blow-up yesterday, but he could get you some sort of prospect. I think they're set up pretty well to be able to trade some of these guys come the uh, trade deadline. It's just I don't know if you're going to get the kind of trade packages you want for these guys. I don't think you'll get a trade offer that's worth it to trade Chris Bryant, especially if you want to re-sign him. Um, John Lester has said it in the past. The moment he was traded, 
or when he was traded to the Oakland A's, it was the first time he thought he could see himself playing in a different franchise because he saw something other than the franchise he grew up in, which was the Boston Red Sox. And that was a big reason why he ended up signing with the Cubs because he could finally see himself living somewhere else. Um, if you want any shot to re-sign Chris Bryant, you keep him. And if, if he ends up walking, you get a compensatory pick, and it's okay because you're probably not going to get because teams are just so reluctant to trade prospects nowadays anyways. This is might be a crazy question because I, I don't know. Could he be shipped across town? Um, why not? I mean, I don't, I don't know if, what they even got on their roster. I haven't watched them much. but The White Sox, are, I've heard them mentioned for about every infielder. Yeah. So they have some injuries. Yon Moncada, I believe, is their primary third baseman. They've been mentioned they want to trade for Trevor Story was another guy uh, that the White Sox have been mentioned at. Eduardo Escobar from uh, Arizona Diamondbacks is another one. Um, I mean, they've made that trade, the Jose Quintana trade, that was just, it turned out to be a big reason, honestly, why the franchise is now moving in the direction it's moving was that was the start of them overrating their core and underrating their prospects in a sense and giving way too much um, in trades. Um, I, the New York Mets are a team that's really been kind of the one that's been mentioned <sighs> the most. Um, I remember Atlanta was another team this past offseason that got quite a bit of buzz, and they would be the team I try to trade with because their farm system is much better and much deeper than the Mets is. Um, any team's going to want to – elite back end of the yeah. bullpen reliever like Craig Kimbrell. I mean, he has a .590 ERA. He's already been the best closer in baseball this year. And um, I think you could net somebody, especially a team that's desperate. They need a back end bullpen piece. They're going to they're gonna pay premium. I mean, look at what the Cubs did trading Glaber Torres uh, for Aroldis Chapman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully they can uh, net something for these guys. I I'm glad this – it sucks that the implosion has happened, but I'm glad it's happened because it's the first time where there's a clear direction because even the – Until they get hot this week. Yeah, eh, it's going to happen. <laughs> the front office has even said our teams have collapsed in like September where we can't make any sort of right. moves in July of trading some of these guys away because we just – we feel like they have a chance. And this year it's to the point where, okay, we're done. We actually can have a clear direction of where we want to go uh, for the rest of the season. So it's getting to the point, though, that um, I'm not going to root for them to lose, but I uh, they don't really gain that much winning. And the worst thing they can do is get back into it enough that Jed Hoyer uh, thinks they can make the playoffs and he trades some of their top prospects away and then they're not in the playoffs, which uh, could happen. But uh, that's my Cubs talk this week. Else around baseball, it's pretty much same old, same old, I would say. Um, the largest division lead is the Brewers. They have a seven-game lead over the uh, Reds. White Sox are six games up. Houston's three and a half games up on Oakland. Giants are half game up on the Dodgers. Boston is four and a half up on Tampa Bay. The Yankees are finding themselves ten games they out stink, now. Josh. They're um, not good. Aaron Boone's in trouble. Araldis Chapman's given up 12 runs yeah. over his last nine appearances. His ERA is 22 point something. Could it be the sticky stuff? Mm-hmm. It's kind of coincided with that yeah. a little bit, so... Um, But other than that, I have one more Cubs stat here. Cubs are just the third team in the live ball era, which is since 1920, to go 20 consecutive games with eight or fewer hits. Uh, They're the first team since 1972 Mets to do that uh, when they went 20. So if Cubs have less than eight hits tonight, they will... uh, It's not good. It's not a record you want to hold. um, Be one off. Only the 1968 Yankees had a longer streak. They had 22 games, though. So it's very conceivable because they have faced Matt Moore tonight. And then they have um, Aaron Nola. Then I, th- I know they have Zach Eflin and, Z- and uh, Zach Wheeler. Who do they play besides the Phillies this week? Cardinals. Cardinals. And uh, both teams go in the opposite direction. Cardinals are 10 games out, 41 and 44. They've just played bad baseball, and I think both teams are probably done. So, What do the other divisions look like? Um, I literally just Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Yeah, yeah. You did um, quick, but though. we have the Major League Baseball draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, this weekend on Sunday, and that brings me to Word Association. Uh-oh. These are notable number one overall draft picks in the Major League Baseball draft. Starting okay. with Garrett Cole. Yankee. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing to come on, Yankee, which he's been struggling lately. 
Uh, a little worried, you know, the spider tech. Yeah. Ever since they came out with these, um, yeah. his ERA is over four. Yeah. So maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Harper. Fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, this guy, heard about him when he was a teenager. Right. High school, you know, there were stories at Tropicana. He's hitting the back wall of the upper deck with, <laughs> with a metal bat. But still, yeah, he's uh, lived up to the hype and more. Fun to watch. Steven Strasburg. San Diego State. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, yeah, he's just another one was hyped up huge coming out of college. Has been good when he can stay healthy. Has been able That's to stay the healthy. problem. He breaks down a lot. And I still will never forget that year they shut him down early. Yeah, they were in the playoffs, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, and it still obviously didn't work. I mean, they won a World Series up. later on anyways, yeah. but. And Steven Strasburg was dynamite in that world. It was crazy World's that game. year when they did that, but they had a plan. David Price. Nails at mm. one time. Um, I mean, these guys kind of tampered off a little bit, but he was another pitcher that was, was good, good for the Rays yeah. for a while, and he was good for the Red Sox. Now he's a is he Dutch. Yep. Dodger. He's pitching out of their bullpen. So, yeah, he's kind of gotten got a little older and different role now. But he was nails at one time, and one time he was the best pitcher in the league. Mm-hmm. Joe Maurer. Josh's favorite player <laughs> back in the day, most beautiful swing he's ever seen. It was the first player that popped into my mind. I don't know Couldn't what say I was Griffey. Well, I, You weren't ever going to say I wasn't going to say Griffey. There was no other really good was. left-handed. I really liked Grady Sizemore back in the day. You remember him? Grady Sizemore, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, Maurer uh, – one of the best twins of all time. Hall of Famer, I would say. Yep. Josh Hamilton. Yankee Stadium, 08, yeah. home run derby. Just put on an absolute show. He had that four-homer game against Baltimore. Didn't even win that derby, but he put on a show. He, he would in today's rules, yeah. likely, but uh, nah, not back then. Yeah, for a couple of years, he was one of the most mm-hmm. electrifying players to watch in MLB, and then he really went downhill and Cubs. relapsed a little bit, unfortunately. Yep. Cubs took him in the Rule 5 draft and then traded him to the Reds. <laughs> and then he turns into a superstar. Yep. And then the Reds traded him. There were the Rangers where he really yeah. blossomed. Yep. Pat Burrell. Oh, Philly. Him? Yeah, Philly. <laughs> uh, I think he wore number five. I mean, I think so. You yeah. had him. You had Mike uh, Mike uh, Lieberthal. Lieberthal. You had uh, J. Roll, Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley. Sully, Ryan Howard. Man, Philly teams. They were good. Yeah, no, they late, were good. Uh, late 08, 09. Yeah. A Rod. Steroids. I'd say it's the first thing that pops in my mind, but the uh, Prodigy on the Mariners, then he was good on the Rangers, even though they weren't good. Mm-hmm. They were loaded, and they weren't good. And then he, was, of course, went to the Yankees and uh, did win his only World Series in 09. But uh, single A right now that uh, J-Lo left him for Ben. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> Chipper Jones. Oh, consistent. He was oh, yeah, good, man. Good. He was good. Switch, Switch hitter. Brave his whole career, mm. which is cool. Um, big hunter. Don't see that too often. Likes to anymore. hunt. Um, yeah, he was, I mean, God, we talked about this before. The Braves were so good while we were growing up. Was it 15 straight division titles? At least. I don't think stupid. we'll ever see that again either. He had Chipper Jones. He had Andrew Jones. He had Maddox, Glavin. Hall of, should be Smoltz, Hall of Famer Andrew Jones, uh, by the way. Millwood, even. Yeah, Kevin God, Millwood. <laughs> Forgot about that. God, hey, Mike Hampton at one time. I mean, yeah. God, they were just loaded. They were a good team. Uh, Daryl Strawberry. Matt. Um, yeah. He's a Yankee my, as well. Yeah, my grandpa saw him hit three home runs against the Cubs live mm. one year. So he was a Yankee as well. Uh, talked about juicing and and, and, <laughs> and, and other, problems off the field with stuff. needles. Yeah. So, yeah, he's an interesting dude. Adrian Remember Gan- his son that played at Maryland? Absolutely. DJ, I think yeah. his name was. He killed Illinois <laughs> in the Big Ten ACC Challenge one year. <laughs> I remember. Of course he Killed did. him. When Josh and I would play a lot of NBA 2K back in the day, he'd find a player in every single roster. Remember when he killed Illinois back in November of 09 and <laughs> list the stats? And Jordan of- Clarkson's the one that I still remember. Just he, he transferred from Tulsa to Missouri, and he just whooped on them. They could not stop. Now, now he's a really good NBA player. Who was the guy on that? Texas? Even though Illinois being was it Aldridge Tr- it or was, was it? It was Thompson, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Grabbed about 40 rebounds that game. They had Corey Joseph as well. Killed him. Uh, Josh, it's fun to read up Illinois memories <laughs> with Josh. Adrian Gonzalez. Adrian Gonzalez. Um, First baseman. Yeah. Power hitter for a couple of years. When he Blue Jay and then Red Sox. Where am I getting? I'm confused with somebody else. And Dodger. Red Sox Dodger. He, he was Padre, Red Sox Dodger. Okay. Why well, Blue Jay? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he started with the Rangers. Really good hitter for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And he kind of tampered off. Darren Erstad, I've, I've I've been running out at number one overall picks. I had punter for a, wasn't he? No, he wasn't a punter for Nebraska. 
He played at Nebraska. Was he the punter for Nebraska? I don't know if he played I think football. he was the punter for Nebraska's football. He might have been. I'm going to Google that after this segment because I'm pretty sure about that. I, th- I don't know if he still is, but he was their head Darren baseball coach. See, see if he's still their head baseball coach because I knew he's said. Um, he was a really good with that Angels team. Is he still? He's a former professional baseball player. Well, that didn't help me one bit when I clicked on the I images. don't know if he's still. He was the Nebraska head baseball well, coach. Well, I'll get this here. Justin Upton. Former. former uh, Justin Upton. Was he the Upton that played up in South Bend? Yep. There you go. There you go. Paul Wilson's the last one. Paul Wilson. I don't remember him at all. You remember Kyle Farnsworth of picking him up? And okay, slamming that's who, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's the only one. Let's uh, see. But uh, that's going to do it for Word Association. On, MLB draft. He, love the MLB He did draft. punt. Did he? He punted for their 94 National Championship squad, averaging 42.6 yards per punt, the 14th best mark in the country that year. Wow. He was on the Angels from 95 to the 2000, really then the White Sox and the Astros. Yeah. And he was the coach at Nebraska (laughs) from 2012 through 2019. Went to a couple uh, NCAA tournaments, four of them, it looks like. Yep. So that'll do it for On This Day. And the On This Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, not the On This Day, the Word Association. You screwed screwed me up. screwed that up. (laughs) (laughs) The Word Association segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Rhett Lee, attorney at law. Rhett Lee and the law office of Andrew Akee, LLC, are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana in practice criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give him a call today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. This episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitow. Focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single weekend. It features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can watch it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best micro-brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Manitow and their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be, located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Do you want me to do the um, Circle 15? You got it. I got it. Uh, I'm just making sure my drink doesn't fall all, all <laughs> over the equipment. And this episode of the Tan Jamin Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focus on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer like the J-Man and myself. It's built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find these products and more at circle15golf.com. And Circle 15 had something very cool happen to them yesterday. A good friend of Circle 15 and one of the Circle 15 ambassadors on the PGA Champions Tour, which is the senior tour, Cameron Beckman, won. That's cool. He won, so he's the first ever Circle 15 guy on tour to win a tournament. Nice. He held off the likes of Ernie Els, David Toms, Retief Goosen, uh, Miguel Emenez, Paul Goidos, Bernard Lawner, Darren Clark, Woody Austin, and more. So, and Jim Furyk. That's neat. So, congratulations to Cameron and Circle 15 team. And I was golfing with a guy today that kept complaining about his club slipping out of his hand and that he <laughs> should have wore a different glove and was switching gloves and... Need to get a Genesis glove. You wouldn't have that problem. Yep. Or the Glove Hub. Either one. Both. Absolutely. Get a combo deal at circle15golf.com. Hit me with that birdie bogey there, T-Dog. Yes. Let me get my phone out, and I will read it for you. And the birdie bogey, once again, is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. All right. The most entertaining guy in baseball right now, Shohei Otani. Made the roster as both the all-star roster as both pitcher and hitter for first time ever. Yep. Uh, he had one home run today, giving him 31 on the season. That was tied for third most before the All-Star break over the last 20 seasons. Who are the two guys to have hit more up to the All-Star break? I have no idea. Break? Barry Bonds. No. See, I was thinking 2001. Um, I think you got it this week. <laughs> 31. The player that popped into my head, and I don't think it's right, is Chris Davis. He is one of them. Okay. He had 37 in 2013. I remember he tore up one, and I think he ended up hitting like 54 or something like that. He wasn't as good in the second half. Um, what year? In the past 10 years? No. 
Uh, Albert Pujols? Yes. Pujols in 09 hit 32. Mm-hmm. I'll give myself a par. I guess we can give you a par. Yeah, you did. You, did. you, you, you technically only guessed well, three guys, so give yourself a par, so that's good. I, I th- well, I got one on the second guess, so. Yeah, you did. That's so, a par. So, good par. You scrambled for that par. No, I didn't did. fall I back did. another stroke. So it, was, so it was a nice up and down. What's the nice uh, season update? Tied at two over. Oh, boy. Man, we suck. <laughs> we need to get at least even on the air, but it, it it's not going to happen. It could be a struggle. That could be a struggle. Yeah, uh, why don't you wrap us up, J-Man? Tell the audience, tell Tan and J-Man Show Nation goodbye because you'll be gone next yes. week. Yes. Evan Webb, hopefully. <laughs> or a, a guest. Uh, a guest. A guest. He can't. Uh, we'll be taking my spot next week. I will be on vacation. Uh, so have a great week, everybody. And they will be back at it next Monday night with another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. We'll see you later.